and one. Yo, welcome to the Community Hotline for the community, by the community. I am your host, Mr. Bob Fang. And today we have Mr. Maxipino underscore 310. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself, good sir? Tell, us, tell, the, tell the folks your real name. Uh, well, my name is Robert Valdez. Uh, I like Mexipino because I am Mexican and Filipino, and I want it to be a household name. <laughs> okay, okay, Mexipino, that's it. Uh, tell the people what, what do you do and a little intro into yourself. Uh, I am in the culinary arts. I'm 26 year old. I'm 26 year old living in Los Angeles, California. Cool. What made you get into uh, the culinary arts? Did you go to school and all that for all that stuff? No, I did not. I actually went to school for electrical and engineering. Uh, but the culinary arts has always been a passion of mine, and I love what I do. Who, who likes to eat? <gasps> what? What's the difference between AC and DC? You've asked me that at Rock Sugar before. <laughs> You did ask me that at Rock Sugar, and it That's was, um, yeah, the currents. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, so uh, let's just jump into it then. First topic of the day, uh, which is money. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell the folks at home, uh, what is money? Money. It's, it's the devil's lettuce. It's the root of all evil. It's a little paper that controls your life. Um. Yeah. Okay. And what 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 uh, what what experience? What story can you tell that made you like think of money as that, that that helped you understand that that was what money was? I feel like I just said the dark side of it. Um, money. I've seen people change when they have money, and I've seen people change when they don't have money, and it just shows that things can alternate alternate a, a person's perspective, and. I feel like money has a lot to do with uh, changing someone's perspective. Um, there's also some good parts. Like you could do good with money, um, donate, uh, and uh, yeah, donate to charities and like help help people with their problems. No, man. Let's talk about the dark side. I want to hear about the dark side. So you were you were so you so you mentioned that you you knew you knew someone that changed because they had money, and then someone that changed because they didn't. Can you tell those two stories? Sure. Um, well, I had this friend. Let's call him X. Which story is this? Is this the one where the money changed him, or didn't, or or he had money, or didn't have money? Uh, he had he he didn't have money, and then he didn't have money, and then he had money, and then he didn't yeah. have money again. One Got person. It. Got it. Okay, X. Let's go. Continue. So, let's say Mr. X. He didn't really have a lot of money. Um, he was a homie though, like he kicked it around the block and so and so he will. Um, there was a situation where he decided to go hard or go home. Um, and he went hard and he, it made him a lot of money. It was a good investment on his part. Um, and it kind of corrupted him where he thought that now he was the one who used to kick it around the block. And now when we go see him he's just like what do you guys want or like he thinks we want something from him which was never the case uh we kicked him because he was a cool dude he was awesome um and then it got to a point where he made so much money where no one really talked to him as much anymore and he got to mm, i want to say paranoia per se 
but he had a lot of anxiety because of all this money. And he didn't, it got to a point like he didn't know what to do with it. Should he invest it? Should he spend it? Should he um, give it away, take care of his family? And it got to a point where he decided to have fun with his money. And that was the wrong choice uh, in the long game. Um, to this day, I still check up on him. But yeah, he lost everything because he wanted to blow his money and he couldn't get it back. On strippers and coke? Something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wise words, kids. Listen to that. Uh, what about the second? What about the second one? Uh, the second one, he started with money and he didn't have it, and he because he blessed everybody, and he was he's a real cool dude. Uh, let's call him Mr. Y. Okay, Mr. Y. All right, Mr. Y. He was blessed. He grew up in a good family and. Uh, he never had money as a problem. Um, he noticed people at school was just like, okay, they had this, they had this, and they had this. And he found out that he had a, that those people worked for it. And well, yeah, even if we were in school, like they worked for it, they did chores, they did that, uh, X, Y, and Z. And when he would go to school, like say, you remember when you used to like, have those lunch tickets they're like 50 cents or you could get them for free to buy lunch yeah to get lunch or nutrition um he would he would give his tickets away because people didn't really have the 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 requirements to get those to get those tickets so he would give his away just so uh like his fellow classmates could eat and i thought it was really nice of him and he's still a cool dude today like um we talk here and there uh I don't really get into like what he does now, but he's still a cool dude. Uh, even though like he's he kind of like he didn't give all his money away, but he's just like doing him, finding himself still. I feel that. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. If uh, two ways that money can uh, can mess with you, whether you have it or whether you don't have it. Uh, do you hear that that guy outside blowing the lawn? Can you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Great. Never mind then. Uh, how has your understanding of money changed since you were in high school then to now? Oh, I remember when like a dollar was felt like a hundred dollars, and now I feel like a hundred dollars is feels like a dollar. That that's how much, how much it's, money? it's separated. <laughs> okay. So so when did that when did that when would you say that changed? Uh, I want to say when I started working. Okay. Uh, actually, to earn that dollar. Yeah, my first job was at Smart and Final, and I was a box boy. Um, and me personally, like, I always didn't really want any clothes or, like, nice shoes or anything. It's food. It's food for me. I always want, like, the most expensive food ever. So, um, yeah, I started working for it. And then when I started working for it, I spent my paycheck on food and other things that I like. And I was like, wow, that really went away quick. Mm. That, that, yeah, that's what did it for me. Okay. Okay. What's the most expensive meal you've ever paid for? Uh, I want to say like 600 bucks and at rock sugar. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. It was, uh, I think it was my sister's birthday. Okay. Yeah. And we, yeah. And we balled out at rock sugar. 
Okay, okay. I feel but, you. like, even to this day, like, say I'm walking down the street and I see a food truck and they're, I don't know, get a torta for, like, eight bucks or something <laughs> like that. Well, I can make it at work for, for free, but I'd rather, I'd rather put the money back into the community and, okay. like, all, all the small businesses and stuff like that and make sure, like, the money goes around. It doesn't just go to one person. Right, right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, you got a money tip for the kids? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I want to go old school. I would say don't put your money on a plastic card and keep it like in a piggy bank. <laughs> yeah, old school. Keep keep it in a piggy bank because yeah, you'll touch it otherwise. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to the second topic, which is education. Uh, okay. Who, 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 who were you in high school? In high school, I was the I was always the new kid because I moved, I went to a lot of high schools. Okay. What was the reason for that? Um, one I got kicked out for fighting. It was defending for I was defending my sister. Another one was for ditching. Um, another one just because I moved with another parent. And and then I got homeschooled. <laughs> okay, okay, wow. So uh, how many schools did you go to? Uh, I went to Venice High. I went to uh, I went to Hamilton. I went to Liberty, and I went to Los uh, Silverado. Wow, that's a lot of schools, man. Yeah. So so what 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 uh what were some challenges you faced during those times? Um, making friends, new classes, a uh, different environment. Mm. Um, yeah, those are the top three. I feel it. What about how? What would you give any? Uh, would you give any advice to the kids who might be going through the similar situations today? Like how to get. Um, be yourself. Don't try to fit in. Um, because there's pretty much a group for everything nowadays. <laughs> um, but don't feel like you have to be part of a group. Um, like I said, in the long run, yeah, you may, you may still keep in contact with those friends, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna live your life for you. You got to figure out yourself by your own. Mm. Was that, was that a lesson you had to learn or what? Yeah, that was one of the lessons I had to learn. Cause I've had like people fall off and I thought they were like family and then stab me in the back or anything like that. But they kind of just like drifted away. Hmm. Okay. Can you have any examples of that? Um. Okay. Growing up, growing up when I was in high school, I had uh my group of friends, but four of them were brothers. Uh, we had Jose, Miguel, and Miguel, Herman, and uh, John. Okay. Um. So they're brothers, and they're so cool. I still talk to like two of them, but the other ones like kind of like fell off the map because they're, they're out living their own life. And I just got to a point in my life where I'm going to start being responsible. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm only 26. So don't, don't judge me on that. Uh, but yeah. it's better late than ever. Um, yeah. And they, they got responsible back in like senior year of high school and I was still wow. being, a, being, young and dumb so they kind of like let me drift away but even though i was still trying to con contact them but mm -hmm. they still drifted away and then i still talked to the oldest brother who actually 
uh, owns like a food uh, edible arrangements company. And oh. I just bought some stuff the other day too, because okay. it's the pandemic trying to support the lo- local businesses type of stuff. Right. I feel that. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That seems to be like a, you think that sets you up for to be successful today because you went through like so many changes and now you're just like, you know, I can, I can take anything. I want to say that I'm successful right now, um, but I plan to be. Uh, yeah, but a lot of my experiences helped me set up to like have thick skin and be patient and turn the other cheek. Um, yeah. Okay. What would you say your highest ambition is in life? Mm-hmm. I want to be a published chef. You want to be a what? A published chef. What's that mean? It means like you actually either tell your story of how you became a chef or you have a recipe book and that's your like to be to put your life on paper, basically, because like, you know, if you're a chef and you make a certain dish, you're putting your heart and soul into it and Mm -hmm. say it gets published for others to see that really makes a dent on on who you are. Okay, why don't you why don't you you tell that? One more time. Why don't you tell that story? This is your time to shine. You want to tell your story about how you became a chef, right? This is that's what you just said. Yeah, but I'm not a published chef. That's I'm the, it right now. It's about to go on YouTube. It's about to. <laughs> I'm working on it. Look, when uh, I started at Panda Express at like eight dollars an hour. Okay. Yeah. Um, from Panda Express, I went to Rock Sugar. Um, from Rock Sugar, I went to Cheesecake Factory. Uh, from Cheesecake Factory, I went to this to a golf course in Las Vegas, and that's when I actually hit my chef title. Um, because what what you could look up a chef in a dictionary easy. Um, people wear chef coats just to just to like flex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like I do. I did that before. I was I was actually called a chef. Um, but what really makes you a chef is like when when you actually work day in and day out living your dream and it's not work to you, you're having fun. It's, it's a passion of yours. It's more like a hobby where you sacrifice most of, most of your life (laughs) to this, to this dream. Mm. And it's, it's, I feel like it would be worth it. And then even if it, if it doesn't make it out, I know that I did what I love to do and it's none, no time wasted. Got it, got it. So what, I'm, what about the little homies out here who, who want to be chefs? What's the path? Oh, I put the little homies on game. I tell them, oh, like, look, if you want if you want to do the culinary arts, you go at it two ways. Either learn on the job or go to school for it. Okay. What, what would you okay. recommend? What would I recommend? Uh, I would recommend learning on the job because, yeah, it's, it's, really, lov- it's really lovely to know all the percentages and all the, all the book the textbook terms in the kitchen but me i learned on the job and i you kind of get the get the quickness back in your step when you're on the job rather than coming from the desk to the work site mm. i feel it i feel it so what happens so what so you so you get a job what you started off as what like a prep cook or a dishwasher how you get started then how, how you no i actually i actually skipped the dish pit uh i went straight to line cook Okay. Whoa. Yeah. You prepping all that? Yeah. Dang. 
Yeah. Um, I have, I have a way of working where throw me into the fire and I'll come out. I'll come out burned, but I'll still be. I'll still come out. Right. 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 Okay. So okay. when I, when I go to a restaurant, I'll go to the hardest station first and then work my way down to the easiest station. Mm. Okay. How do the people yeah. feel about that? Isn't there like some hierarchy? Like, oh, this guy, this new guy coming in here thinking he, he's hot. Nah. Uh, honestly, people people actually respect that. Surprisingly, it's kind of like nobody wants to go work that station. Um, so let the new guy do it, and then when he earns it, when he earns his uh, earns his spot, he, you can move him down easier, and then the next guy will replace it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Is there is there uh, is there politics happening in the kitchen? Of course, there's always politics. There's always favoritism. There's always uh, anger. Um, How you one of the Hmm? How, how you navigate that? What's the education on navigating that? Uh, honestly, like now I navigate a different way than I did back then. But back then I wanted to show show off and show everybody that I deserve to be there. Now I just stayed in my corner and like focus on me, focus what I do. Like I'm not worried about none of y'all unless it has to do with me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that what you would recommend to the new, new guys coming up? Yeah, there's always politics, though, because you're always going to have your executive chef. You're always going to have your sous chef. You're always going to have your uh, chef to cuisine. And then you're going to have your minions, which are the line cooks. And then you're going to have, like, the backbone, which is dish pit. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, thank you for that education. I feel like you got any, you got any tips that you want to share? What are, what are three, you know, kitchen <sighs> arts tips that you, you would give, you know, people wanting to come up? Uh, don't cut yourself. Don't burn yourself. <laughs> and if you do happen to cut yourself or burn yourself, lesson learned. Don't do it again. Ah, that's so funny. Yo, so do um, I don't know if you know this, but my my dad is a chef. And no, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I grew up in restaurants. Like my, my parents like owned restaurants, they ran their own restaurants. Um so my dad had like a specific recipe, let's say for like orange chicken, if we're talking about Panda Express, right? Yeah. Sometimes a hot chef will come in and be like, you know what? I think this will taste better, you know, and he'll, and he'll change the recipe up a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, do, do you guys do that too? And do the, that, that's actually where the chain of the command kicks in, and that's where the politics kick in. Um, okay, so say executive chef put something on the menu, and your sous chef or your uh, chef de cuisine, which is just basically a kitchen manager, he runs everything when he's when uh, for all everybody who doesn't know the kitchen terms that I learned on hand. Um, yeah, like so, say they want to change something on the menu, kind of like they have a food battle, and then they're gonna have front of the house judge it. What? Yeah, what that's battle? how you do it. What's a food if, battle? A food battle is both of you guys make the same dish, and whoever comes out on top. Okay. Okay. Get, get gets a spot. Okay. 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 Got it. Yeah. Got it. Mohan used to do that a lot. What? He used to battle people? Yeah, like if someone was talking, oh, if someone would talk bad about his dishes, he would be like, okay, what do you want to do about it? And let's both cook it and see who's is better. Okay. And half the time he would win. <laughs> and half the time he would win. <laughs> yeah. That's why, he always, that's why we always have many roll out every like seven, seven months. Keep stuff fresh. Okay, okay. Have you, ever, then, hmm? have you ever battled him? Yeah, I battled him for the cellophane noodles that he had on the menu. <laughs> Did you beat him? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it was funny. He actually went on a month later. He actually went on to uh, beat Bobby Flay with that same dish, and he beat him. And I was like, "Oh man, dang, that's yeah." Okay, okay. But he 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 stuck to his guns. That's what I like. He didn't really pay attention to like. I'm not gonna call myself a hater, but all like the the negative talk trying to like steer him around. He kept to his creativity, uh, his individuality and his creative creativity. Mm-hmm. And he came out on top, which I applaud to him. Got it, got it. I love that. All right, last topic of the day, which is love. What? Uh, my worst topic. What? What <sighs> do you love to cook? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what do I love to cook? I love to cook like my home, my home food, like Mexican and Filipino food. Okay. What's that? What's that like? The, what's like your top two dishes? Uh, say top two dishes on. Let's say. I'm a breakfast guy too, so I'm gonna so go huevos rancheros on the Mexican side, and then I'm gonna go lugao on the Filipino side. What's lugao? Lugao is kind of like a porridge, a chicken porridge. Okay. How do you make? Uh, lots of ginger, some rice, some chicken, and some water. Lots of. <laughs> <laughs> is ginger bigger yeah. to all of cooking? Ginger and cooking garlic. Mm, on the Asian, on the Asian aspect of it. A lot of people use ginger. Okay. I like Ancient that. Ancient Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret, exactly. What about, uh, so what is love? Let's talk about that. What What is love? Uh, I'll get back to you when I find out. <laughs> okay. I feel like love is, uh, I don't know, something you can't live without. In simplest terms. Okay. Something you can't live without. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Say, like, I love to cook. I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't cook something. Okay. Do you enjoy the, the washing of the dishes as well? or? The whole- uh, yeah, actually, but- it's kind of therapeutic. Washing of the dishes and all that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you like the whole process? Like- I love the whole process, yeah. Okay, okay. Got it. What about, uh, so I, I know a lot of homies um, in high school, like the young homies, and they're, they're kind of like hard-headed, and they be having like a tough time communicating with their parents, whether that's mm-hmm. dad or whatever. Um, that's, me. Huh? that's me. I was a little rebel. Yeah. What, what, what uh, like, what's your relationship with your parents like right now? Uh, right now, uh, me and my dad aren't really on good terms. Uh, and me and my mom are the, on the best of terms, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. my, okay. my mom's adorable. Like she, she'll like grill you for the littlest stuff. <laughs> Give me an example. Um. Well, like I said, my mom's old school Filipino. So the other day, uh, I got my butt kicked on the line uh, on Saturday. We had like maybe 400 plus covers and plus to goes. So to cool off, I wanted to go hang out with my friends and grab some drinks. Uh And it got to a point where it hit two o'clock, maybe not, not even two o'clock. It was like one o'clock and I get a text from my mom. Are you headed home? I was like, no, I'm hanging out with my friends. And she was just like, you're going back to your old ways.
and I don't like this side of you and you need to stop before it gets worse. And I was like, legit on my second beer. And I was reading this. I was like, oh, man, I was like, okay. Because <laughs> my mom, she always thinks I can do the worst, even when I'm at my best. And that's cool because she she kind of like drives me not to be bad, which right. I like that because okay. no one else is no one else is fighting for that. Only moms. Only moms. Did you stop? <laughs> <laughs> well, my beer, drinking my beer. <laughs> yeah, did you go home? <laughs> yeah, I, it took me a freaking, I took an Uber home. Yeah. Okay. All and right. And I was like, look, I'm on my way. Look at you. I love that. Okay. And what about, house, what can I say? House rules. Exactly. Exactly. What about, what about your dad? What, what's the, what's the, um, look, my dad, he, he tries to keep in touch every now and again. Um, we, he only just fell off recently because we, on vacation, there was some money issues and that's about it. But you guys were all on vacation together. Yeah. Like when I went back from Las Vegas, um, he told me that he wanted to go to Texas to visit my family and I was like, cool, let's go. So we went over there and he was just like, uh, First of all, before he even invited me on this vacation, he said all expenses paid. And I was like, okay, I got you. I was like, thanks, Dad. Um, and then when we got there, it was cool. Um, since all expenses paid, it was all expenses paid, I started to bring out my wallet. Be like, look, I'm working now, and the, let me let me pay for some stuff. Pay for some food, pay for some gas here and there. Um and then at the end of the trip, he was just like, look, you owe me this, this, and this for this, this, and this. And I was like, really? I was like, you really want to go there? And he was he was like, yeah, like, why not? Like, you owe me. I was like, what's? And it was a, just a big misunderstanding. But since I wanted to be passive aggressive, I threw the money at him and then I left. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, okay. And you haven't talked to him since? Um, no. I actually wished him Happy Father's Day, but he never replied back. Okay. And he don't, he don't live in, in Cali? Nah, he's in Las Vegas. Okay. All right, all right. I feel that. What, 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 would you, uh, what about the kids in high school? What, what was your relationship like with him in high school? Um... I'm just happy there was a relationship because he, he left when I was seven. Um, I wanted to find him and like get to know him uh, when I got older mm. because I didn't really remember much. Um, and then it was kind of like I was happy because I moved in with him. It, I, went, I moved to Vegas, and that's why I was in different high schools. Mm. And then I was just like, oh, man, now I know you. And I'm just like, uh, okay, you're my dad. I love you, but damn. Okay, you got siblings? Yeah, I got two sisters, um, two stepbrothers, and then a half-sister. Okay, so it's a big family. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Well, tell me, what, what, what would you say are uh, two defining moments in your life then? <sighs> I went to prison. <laughs> you went to prison? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what was this? What happened? Uh, I was actually... Oh, damn, we're going to have to take it way back. Uh, so I was being young and dumb in high school in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And 
uh, I didn't get caught up per se, but some of my friends threw me under the bus. Mm. Um, so I bailed out, went back to Cali because I didn't like Vegas anymore. Mm -hmm. um, six years later, I ended up going back to Cali for the golf position or for, for the sous chef position at the golf course. Mm. Um, and eight months in there, uh, I went to a, eight months in Vegas. I went to a liquor store to uh, just a gamble and I got side checked by this homeless dude. And I actually got a scar right here because of that. Um, and then we just ended up fighting and then the cops came, they ran my, they ran my name and I had an outstanding bench warrant and I got taken in. Okay. All right. So you just spent like the night in jail? No, it was like a year and some change. For the bench warrant? Uh, the bench warrant. Yeah. For the bench warrant, uh, they, they reopened the case and then I was facing a six to 10, but I got a one to three. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. And how old were you? Uh, when I was when I actually went to prison, um, I spent my twenty fifth birthday in there. So that was I was went in at twenty four, got uh got out at twenty six. So you just got out. Yeah. Like when I said when I say I moved back from Vegas, I yeah I was locked up in Vegas, so I just moved back in. Uh, I got out in November, moved here in December. And I got my job in January. Oh shit! Okay, so after Rock, you you went to Vegas and you and you got arrested and then you were. Yeah. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. What lessons did you learn? Did you eat those like instant noodles all day? What's up? Uh, actually, nothing's wrong with instant noodles. I don't eat them now just because I ate them for like a whole year straight. No, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly. I don't want to say this because it was it's gonna come out weird for the youth that's listening, but I was kind of on a vacation. Uh, it goes to a point where I was like, I'm done with everybody, and I wanted time to reflect on myself. So, yeah, what well, what better time in prison to to reflect on on your actions? Yo. It's a blessing to be alone and be able to think and like, yeah. be aware. Of I'm stuff. actually happy that I came. I came out unscathed because there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of politics, and there's a lot of ego in prison. And you just gotta know how to like keep quiet and just stay to yourself because you you will get dragged into it. Trust me, you will. But you just gotta you just gotta keep pushing and hope for the best. I wouldn't recommend anybody going to prison. Yeah. Well, well, what are what are three? What are two like prison tips you got? Don't call anybody a bitch. I'm sorry, no cussing. <laughs> um, and don't lean over anybody's tray. What's that mean? Like their food. Like we get food on. You get food on a tray. Don't lean, uh, like, don't lean across it. Oh, why is that? Like, don't lean, because it's, it's, it's a disrespect thing where we don't know where your, your hands have been and you're right above my food that I'm about to eat. Mm. Okay. It's all, it's, all, it's all about respect in there. Um, if you know how to respect, you will get respect. 
Got it. Got it's it. not like you need it though. Just steady yourself. Being, being, be, be cool. But yeah, it, it's all about respect in there. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then what was the second defining moment? Uh, my second defining moment is. I want to say when I got my college degree, mm. because I hated school, like really, really hated school. And I don't know, my mom kind of challenged me. So I picked the first thing like that popped up on TV. The only reason why I got my degree was just like I seen a commercial on, on the TV and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to I'm going to go for that one. It seemed interesting. I don't have no passion into it. I have no background into it. Boom. On the spot. I enrolled. Um, two years later, I got my AA and I don't use it. I don't use it till this day. Mm. Until um, you- but it, it still was a defining moment in my life was just like, look, if I really tried and put my mind to it, I can do it. Like, I think I can, I think I can type of stuff. Damn right. Damn right. Okay. Well, I love that. Well, thank you for sharing today. Actually, before I, uh, before I forget, um, I wanted to ask, like, is there, has, has, like, has that record, like, affected you at all? Like, in terms of, like, your life, employment, like, what you can and can't do? Uh, Honestly, it's not stopping anything, which is surprising. Um, Kind of the reason why I'm in the kitchen, also, just another note, because um, they don't really care about your past. They just care on what you do about it now. Any kitchen you work at, any kitchen, every, everybody will give you a chance. But don't think that you're just going to have a whole bunch of rec- stuff on your record and act like nothing's happened. They, you have, they, you have, like, they will notify you, be like, look, we found out this, this, and this. Just be straight up. Like, I'm straight up. I'm, I'm right here telling my whole story right here. And it hasn't really affected me because generally, I think I'm a nice person. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it hasn't really affected me school, uh, school wise or, or job wise. Okay. Well, generally, oh, and then also, I think I think people would like to know if you want to share. You don't have to. Um, what did you go to prison for? Uh, on paper, it says conspiracy to robbery. <laughs> Some bullshit. Oh, In real life, we were just acting a fool. Okay, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I, you don't need to say no more than that. Yeah. Okay, well then, uh, before I forget, um, 88 Real Estate Media is looking for members to join the Oversight Committee. We are building a Kung Fu school uh, okay. in California. Um, other than that, uh, where, can the, where can the youth find you, man? You know, if they want to reach out, you know, get some more tips, maybe they want to learn some how to cook. Wait, what? You're telling me? Yeah, I'm telling like, you. Oh, I thought you were telling like whoever was watching, <laughs> and I was just listening. Yeah, I finished that spiel. I said, that was the that was the whole school thing. But all right, maybe. go again. Eighty-eight. What? Nah, I already said it. What? Where can people find you? Where can people find me? Yeah, On no. right there. The my Instagram that way. Okay, Mexicano three one zero. Got it. You got any last words? Um. Stay safe. <laughs> Got it. Stay safe out there, kids. All right. Well, 
you guys for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Later.